to Tasty Trump Radio, episode 28, our, our PS4 announcement recap. Literally three hours ago, yeah, about that. we saw, or four hours ago, we started watching uh, that epic uh, two-hour-long announcement. Um, from New York City. From New York City. I only saw the last oh, That's hour. where it's at? It started, Live from it started New York. at 8 a.m. here, so and it finished around, I guess, around 10, yeah? Yep. So, uh, anyway, we're just, we had some other things on the uh, the menu today, like uh, we wanted to kind of rag on Crytek, and, and we wanted to talk about how awesome uh, 1,000 Yenomi Hodai's are, but but I think we're just going to give our impressions of this, uh, this conference. Um, today we have uh, five people here. We have, we have <laughs> <laughs> what's so funny? Five, five people. Because five people. Oh, yeah. We have, five, we have five men here. Five members. We, we have five members, exactly. Five members in the room. Um, to my left, uh, Mr. James Milky, as always. Yep, definitely the biggest member. <laughs> he, is, he is the... The biggest tall, tallest. <laughs> definitely the tallest. As well. As um, well. <laughs> um, and we got John. Purple Brown Big John. Purple Brown Big John in the house. Um, <laughs> Let's just introduce these motherfuckers. We got yeah. Rowan. Rowan. Hey, what's up? Rowan is showing up. Rowan, Rowan is showing. And knowing. Oh yeah. He's showing oh, knowing yeah. today he's gonna be flowing. And then we got some <laughs> and we got some new yellow spice in the room. Eddie. Eddie five dicks lead. <laughs> and then we got Bash Kalen down on the end. He's oh. like he's like one of the seven dwarfs minus two. I'm bachelor number three. Yeah, <laughs> bachelor number five. He's all giggling and stuff down there and blushing. Every time we say five dicks, he turns bright red. It's funny, how, so we, it's funny how we get the uh, the Australians to, to blush. In my experience here in Japan, Australians have been the most crass and like just completely out we got, there. We got the special blend. We got yeah. the top, top shelf stuff. Hang, That's why hanging out with too many so English teachers. Special blend. Hanging out with too many English teachers, yeah. Oh, well, they all have been English teachers. Oh, no, not all of them. There's some Australians at, at uh, Grasshopper. Anyway, so. PS4. PS4. Things were announced. Things happened. What do you, what do you guys think about the things that happened? Milky, you got the most editorial experience on this board. Let's well, hear yeah, you know, well, this, is, this has been my umpteenth um, hardware launch announcement. Um, so... I try to stay away from the the initial launch events because it's it's all there's so many things that affect a launch announcement you know like trying to get all the, the developers to to get things ready to be shown and you know everything's compromised Nothing, you never really get a good gauge of what a console is going to do over its lifespan at the launch that's why I temper my expectations so I don't get overhyped but I don't get nearly as cynical and snarky as some of the internet and you know the the Twitter feeds oh, were Twitter was funny yeah no there's it's a lot of going. people I think there were, I think it was a good show because a lot of people were really hyped about the PS4 and the the impressions seemed to be uh, largely positive you know you're always going to get people groaning about the uh, a new hardware launch no matter who whose uh, console it is but uh, I thought it was pretty good that said I didn't really games, Milky. What about I didn't games? really see well, we'll get to the games we'll get to the games Let's, we, I mean we gotta talk about a, l- a little bit of like what, what this thing this is this is called context Ron yeah. they show the controller but not the system though right right they're still waiting to show thing. the form factor they're probably I they're don't know I mean they're probably still working on no, it I mean, I mean E3 TGS there's they, a lot of they time they tweeted he tweeted just like 30 minutes ago well they did who's an interview. he the uh, shit was it that it wasn't guy Kaz. it was the Jack Trenton? 
Oh, if you hear if you hear any like banging in the background, that is Jamin and Dylan practicing banging. doing electric bins. They're in, very busy. In the other other side. Very, That's why they're not busy. joining us today because they're douches. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just said that um you know, if we give away the form factor now, we don't have anything to tell you later. Yeah. He, he just said it straight up. He didn't even try and hide it. He just went, well, yeah. you know, we got to save something for well, later that's, on. That's marketing. Smart you know, move. Yeah. You dole it out. <clears throat> if they'd done it at E3, if they had, didn't show the hardware at E3, then I'd be like, hey. Right. But, but this is like it's February, yeah. you know? It's you know, they, they, look it's, like a game console. It's typical. They, they, like they, <laughs> they will, they will stagger out shit. things to give people... They'll leave breadcrumbs for people. They'll stagger out the, the form factor of, the, of what the PS4 looks like. They'll stagger out the price. They'll stagger out the... Uh, what else is there? Don't you just put it on the, <laughs> don't you just put it on the shelf anyway? Games. Like, does it matter what it looks like? You yeah, just but they, you that's, plug that's, it in and you put it on the TV. This is why you're not PR and so. marketing. Because they, they need to be able to keep their system in the headlines and you do that by releasing information at strategic times. I just like how honest he was about it. He didn't say like, oh, you know, we're still synergizing turnkey paradigm. He just went, well, we'll tell you later. Yeah, well, the, the fact that they did this but this far in advance of E3 is, is pretty significant because they have the, um, the attention to themselves for the moment, but at the same time, they're, three months is a, an eternity mm. in the gaming space, and you know by the time E three rolls around, it's it, there's always the risk of people feeling like, oh, that's yeah, that's old news or whatever. Yeah, we already saw that. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, the, the form factor does matter. I mean, not the form, but the the fact, the, the form of the aesthetics. Thank you of the the system. Because remember how the Xbox bombed here because it was like a behemoth, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, they could only fit one in Japan. <laughs> Three boats came and two of them sank. <laughs> the one that made it had one Xbox. It's not only that; they also had a huge the control, brick, the controller brick was on a separate you know, boat. You no, know, that was the 360. Oh, that was the 360. The, the regular the Xbox didn't have the regular oh, one was just giant. But you know, like we always talk about how big the Xbox 360 was, and of course the previous Xbox. But the the first generation PS3 was not small by mm-hmm. any means. That is a large machine. It's a large, large, heavy machine. And loud, yeah. You know, the first generation PS3 never struck me as being overly loud. The first generation Xbox Xbox 360 sounded like a SWAT team helicopter landing. (laughs) We we used to cook. uh, We used to cook burgers on top of the 360 dev kits at uh, sorry, not the dev kits, the test kits at Koei. Really? We'd, yeah, people that would go Did to Moss Burger and they would buy burgers, and by the time you got to the office, they'd be a bit cold. So if you pop it on the top of the 360, we could heat them up again. Okay, so you're exaggerating. You weren't really cooking, cooking them. You were, you were reheating. Enough, we were reheating uh, different heat application, but it did the job. <laughs> so, so we saw the controller today. What do you guys think of the controller? Looks like something to play video games with. It's exactly the same as it was leaked a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, it doesn't look as horrendous as the Nvidia Shield. <laughs> Or the, it looks boom, like a, or the boomerang they it show. Looks like oh, a, yeah, the boomerang. It looks like it's three. What the thing that kind of worries me is that it looks like a little stubbier than the than the current DualShock. I mean, um, I guess that's maybe to make room for the um, the screen in the middle. But yeah. I mean, until we get our hands on it, it's hard to. Yeah, we got a touchpad yeah, on it. It looks a bit fatter, but I, I think the holding it will feel about the same. Yeah, it's probably like what what we're not seeing, like the underneath the under yeah. carriage of the of the controller. I'm sure it'll be fine, though. What do you think of the... They had little... um, Was it convex? Concave? Little indents in the top of the thumbsticks. Oh, that's good. They they don't have the the smooth cap on the thumbsticks. Now there's like an indent It doesn't have the bell end feel on the... 
top yeah. of the analog sticks. That's I like good. good yeah. I like the the 360 analogs. Yeah, they have a little yeah. a little yeah. dip in yeah. them as well. That's what yeah. they they wanted. What people wanted on the um, the PSP for a long time for the analog nub. Yes, you know, and when things. when um, when Sony released that Monster Hunter Limited Edition PSP and it had the inverted like yeah. the concave um, pad. That was like a, a huge difference, and so if that's what they're putting on the new, that's what it DualShock or whatever. That's what it had, yeah. That's like gonna the, be pretty good. The PS controller sticks move nicer, but yeah, the, the Xbox, the indent. Yeah, I always thought has better tactile. I like. Is I that because like, the ball is a bigger I like radius? The kind of ball or the plastic or the. the ball I like the DualShock for action games and most games in general, but I like the Xbox 360 controller better for first-person shooters. It feels a little more stable. It feels a little tighter, and it doesn't have that dead zone. That uh, tight. the dual shock analog sticks have, but the 360 controllers have the inverted mm-hmm. uh, analog pads. So it seems like Sony was doing a little bit of biting from everybody with with the with this new thing. I mean, we got <clears throat> we got Gaikai, which they bought last year. Mm-hmm. We've got all this sharing stuff for Facebook. You know, but who are they biting from with Gaikai? Well, I mean, Gaikai and One Live have kind of been around, so they're just like, hey, we like that, and then they just. You know, and is that the cloud service? Yeah, yeah. the cloud service. It integrates well. It'll be, it'll be quite cool. Yeah. End-to-end stuff you can do, you know. I do like the, th- the thing that they said about being able to play all PS4 games on your, on your Vita. On your Vita, Like, like yeah. I guess it's all remote play. Like streams well, to Vita. The thing about that end-to-end is that you could, you could start playing a game. You could pick up your phone on the train home, start your console downloading a game, start watching it on the stream, like start watching it via stream on your phone... <laughs> And, uh, I think Jamie's Jamie, doing this just to Jamie, fuck with us. Jamie, I reckon he's right outside the door. He's, he's like, like, he's like right yeah, out. It's like with the cowbell. Cowbell. <laughs> he's got a cowbell. Needs some more cowbell. <laughs> Come and start hip thrusting in but John's yeah, face. You have a good point. Like the whole point about <laughs> being able to play a game before it's, <laughs> it's even fully downloaded. You get home and it's it's done. Yeah. And you just turn your phone off and keep playing from where you were. You read it off. The, the thing, the, the cool no, thing about this, so you could you could start playing on your phone on the way home, have your console start downloading it, ah, and just cloud save like resume, uh, you know, once you get home. Did, wait, did they have some features that said you could play from a phone? A phone? If it's streaming, it's just the video. So I, I, yeah, but they yeah, have to enable yeah, things. I, I, I think I think no. it, it's probably like a well, yeah, you got dual analog on your own. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you can watch the intro movie. No, but you could, if you have a 3G or a Wi-Fi, you know, uh, Vita, and you're at a hotspot, or if you have a 3G and you can just start that download. I think the Vita thing is going to be, you know, it's kind of an equalizer with the Wii U. It's like, okay, you have a, you have an external screen, you can play on your on your Vita. The difference, of course, is the price. Unless they start packing in a Vita with every PS4, you know. then it's you know I'm sure it's not going to be nearly as cheap as a as a Wii U ultimately, but it's still functionality wise it's still the equalizer. But the Vita, the games that are played on the Vita, is it streamed or is it actually rendered on? rendered on the Vita? Streamed. So streamed. Right. So streamed. you have the latency of the Wi-Fi plus probably it's going to be twenty four. Probably I'm not second. I'm not saying that there's not going to be hiccups with this thing, uh, but that's the potential that's there. Yeah, it'll I think be, that's it'll be interesting. Yeah. But non-Twitch games, be fine. For your turn-based strategy can... RPG. No, I don't even think they need to be turn-based. It could be like, you know, Abe's Odyssey or For puzzle games or action games. Or chess mas- matches. <laughs> yes. You Definitely. and me. Yep. On the playground, 3 p.m. 
async. You mean async. car park now. Your, <laughs> your, your PS4s are at home. The two of you are standing there. Yeah. <laughs> Dueling. <laughs> Rook to F4. Queen's Bishop. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm lagging. <laughs> when I'm lagging. Yeah. Uh-oh, uh-oh, I'm lagging out this chess match. So this, like, oh, you bam, you look at him like, you wait, you wait. You, you make a mistake and four turns later, you're like, God damn lag. Four turns and 32 hours later. Yeah. But he lagged, man. So does, does, this, uh, does this save the Vita? That's... I that, think there's a lot of things that depends on your definition of if it needs saving and even if it does what it requires saving yeah. from. I think there's a lot of things. I don't think this is the one thing that's going to make uh, that's going to revitalize the the Vita. The price drop is certainly going to help. The games is the most important thing. I don't care what anybody else does, what you can stream it to. You need games yep. on there, and you need Vita specific games, not you know PS4 uh, games. Yeah, or PS3 games that come with a Vita copy. You know that's cool. It's definitely cool, but it's not a system seller. Need more gravity days. Need more gravity. If there was Dark Souls, for example, for I Vita. The, I thought the problem with the Vita is they're trying to bring the console experience to the mobile. But most people who play on the go don't want to play console games. They want to play more casual mobile games, right? I, I think they. I think people want to have both. I like having console-style games on the Vita as well as short-term what, what, games. What do you play on your Vita? You have a Vita, right? Yeah. What do you play on your Vita? I play stuff like Persona. Um, Which Persona? Oh, sorry. Persona 4. Golden? Okay. Oh, yeah, The Golden. The Golden. It's and classic um, naming. Soul Sacrifice, Earth Defense Force. Um, okay. Did you know, there's a lot of games on, on there that I play. And I really like the fact that you can download PSP games and, and play. This is totally out of left field, but did PSO 2 come out? This is coming out February 28th. PS Go? No, no PS, PS, fantasy star. PSO. Oh, PSO. <laughs> two. Fantasy star. PSO. February 28th. John has a soft spot for fantasy star. Yeah. I have oh, a soft spot for cooperative monster smashing. I have a soft spot I, for I good, suspect good you would not be alone games. in that. Yeah. Co op yeah. games are fun. Uh, one other thing I noticed about the, uh, the hardware was like, you know, I was kind of just. Looking through Gaff, which crashed today. Yeah, not surprising. Really? Yeah, I couldn't get on for about thirty minutes. But anyway, it happens. Everyone, when when you, the thread was like, you know, what are you excited about? It, almost every single post was eight gigabytes of, I mean, eight gig of of, uh, you know, GDDRFGHC. Oh, That's some serious RAM. Most of those people commenting, what what does that even mean to those people? That doesn't. I was really surprised to see all that. Like they were, like you guys are people like numbers. People like numbers. Like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, but it's how you. Oh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's we know that. A couple of yeah. dials on a. Uh, it, on but people love numbers, thing. you know. I spend like seventy-two hours reviewing a game and another eight writing it, and people don't care. It's just TLDR to them. All they want to know is the score. Yeah. So they want to look at the numbers. They want to see who's got you know more of this, more of that. Oh, it's got eight big gigs of RAM. But on the consumer side, that means, like the experience of when they're playing games, they don't have to be streaming off hard disk or internet that much because they have more shit on the eight gigs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this but is not, most this people is don't really. Hard, think yeah. This is not the hard disk. This is the the actual system memory. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying if you have more system memory, that means yeah, yeah. that you can have more. You don't have to keep pulling keep things on hard, which is yeah. which is probably the slowest operation you can do. Yeah. Yeah. The the OSs these days take up a lot of memory. Yeah. Mm. So, so they did announce some games. Yeah. And what do, what do we got? What, what do you got? got stuck out for you guys? Uh, I mean, we got we have a whole 
We got them all here. I was quite surprised with uh, deep, deep, so down. deep Down. Deep Down. Deep Down. Deep Down, I'm running on the Panty Raid engine. <laughs> <laughs> right? How unfortunate, Japan. Yeah. You guys just it, it's, it's not the it's not <laughs> the, the actual name. What, what, what's it called? The Panther Ray. Panther Ray. But the way Ono-san said it, it sounded like the Panty Raid engine. Right. And the game's and called Deep Down. There. Yeah. So that game looked that game looked fun. That, that's probably the best looking yeah. visual. It looks like thing that I've seen. It looks like a Skyrimish Dragon's Dogma Couldn't, kind of. Well, it felt very atmospheric because they had like depth of field. They had like really nice fog going on. A little on, bit of camera shake. Mm-hmm. Fluid dynamics with the with the dragon fire felt really, really like, well polished. It, it was felt next gen. Like, what do you expect? Oh, fucking Eddie is technical in this motherfucker. Right? <laughs> That's right. Oh yeah, programmers. I'm oh, sorry, sorry. I'm like that shit was pretty. I like that. <laughs> I like that. It was got, hard to tell the, if that was real dynamics. game footage or not. Like they had that little bit of gooey in the yeah. bottom left and the bottom right, but I don't know if that's just tacked on at the end or. You know, if that was actual in-game footage. It didn't look like a functional GUI. Yeah, sure it did. Well, it was, it was engine. <laughs> it was in-engine. There was one section where when the dragon breaks through and breaks the rock, it looked like it was a, an analog stick camera pan because it kind of swung around behind his head. Yeah, in that, that, in that one like section, it looked like not, you know, not a, a cutscene. It looked like mm. actual gameplay. There were a I couple of, like, behind-the-shoulder, the, behind you know, third-person type... Shots that look like you could be controlling it, but the rest of it seemed like dude fills up half the screen. Cuts. I can't wait for some some publisher, the first publisher like who who makes a PS4 game that maximizes the graphic potential of this of this hardware to um, produce a QTE game. Quick time, Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like all this beautiful stuff, and it's like now press X. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Left. (laughs) Circle. I thought Watch Dogs looked really good as well. I thought yeah, Watch yeah. Dogs just looks awesome. Yeah. Watch Dogs is going to be great, but I saw a lot of people talking about how it looked like it was they were going through a really scripted sequence, and yeah. they hope that the real thing is much more open. It looked uh, quite a bit like Sleeping Dogs, actually. Just in the general feel. And they style. both have dogs in the name. Yeah. And anybody would have had to have played Sleeping Dogs for us to get the reference. <laughs> Sales success kind of true, was not. Oh, right. That was one of my favorite games last year. I heard it was good, it was, but apparently it didn't sell very well. It was well, more so. solid uh, sort of game than GTA. Why, why didn't it sell well? Like, I don't know. New game, IP. It looked like, really nice. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's, from, it's from the true the crime. Kung, it's true the Kung Fu fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's from yeah. the true crime the, series, but that, that reskinning the IP with the new thing, just late in the console cycle, always a kiss of death. That was the best melee combat I've played. Ever. Really? To date, in a game like that. Interesting. It was awesome. Kung fu, no. action movie, fight scenes. Really? Always. What, what stuff like more than just... Kaylin knows Kung Fu, by the way. Kaylin knows legitimate. More than GTA, though. Like, GTA doesn't real really fight. interest me, but Watch Dogs looks like, I don't know, hacking different things around you. And yeah, because GTA has its own kind of pace. It's like, hi, I'm like... The, the underlying thing is, like, we're in a crime world, and we're doing... Illegal things, and we're gonna, and you gotta be sneaky about it. Like, Watch Dogs doesn't look anything like, you know. It looks a little more thoughtful. Mm. At least until it's like when it's not. Until you start running over yeah, car so hoods. It's like yeah. you snap into an action scene, it's like it now it's shit. GTA. Yeah. Now, that's then, what I thought. Because, like, he's walking around, he's hacking stuff, he's stealing money. 
And then he sees, like, you know, this this lady about to be mugged. And yeah. then I'm just thinking, why is this dude chasing? Why, why would you just let her go? You just saved her. Why are you still chasing him? Yeah. Are you not trying to draw attention to yourself? <laughs> I, I kind of Obviously. <laughs> well, I just said that lady. Let's let's take it to the next level and put myself in a position where I can get shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he catches a car, like, beats him yeah. down, and it's just like, just leave criminal, him. neutralize. So there's a kill zone announced for PS4. Yeah, oh, I, I didn't get really? to see that trailer. I've got to say, I've never loved Killzone. I don't think anybody's ever loved Killzone in the same way that people have loved Halo, for example. You know, I've never played any. I haven't played. Has anybody I've, ever played Killzone? I, I've played Killzone. I played the PS2 one, which was you know came out around a little after Halo, Halo. I believe, uh-huh. and like of course it wasn't as on hardware as powerful as the Xbox at that time, so it felt kind of janky. And then the next, the first janky. gen, first gen PS3 one just was janky. Yeah, I had a, I had a hard time aiming at anybody. Just the controls felt all over the place. So what what excited you about this about Killzone? Nothing really excites me about this Killzone. I mean, I've got nothing bad to say because I haven't played it, haven't really looked at it. Right. But just another Killzone being there. Um, was it kind of like a must show? Like it's sort of obligatory. It was, it's kind of like having a Gran Turismo yeah, launch. Yeah. It's like, hey, we've got the first Actually, person shooter genre covered. Speaking of I was, Gran Turismo. Oh, for, for Actually, I have one thing I want to say. Okay, go ahead. But there was someone, was it in one of the videos where they showed another guy up on a building, like watching the, the main character, and it was just someone from the internet. So Ooh. I think there's some kind of thing where people can like come into your game and you well, know, they, his they mission are, was like, protect this guy from the cops. Well, they did say that you can broadcast him. and people can, like, watch your Watchception. watch what you're playing yeah. and stuff so, like I mean, that. So, like, other people sort of indirectly it's an like, Escher painting. engaged in your <laughs> missions. That's, Watchception. That's kind of, that's kind of well, I'm sure it's going to have to be, for, for that particular um, feature where you're talking, it's probably going to have to be other people who are in the game. Maybe you're all running around a similar yeah. world. I don't know. They, yeah, they could be not even, you know, it's not known to you. They just jump in like Journey. That'd yeah, cool. And they're protecting you from the cops because they have a mission that you don't even know about. Uh, that'd be cool. You. That'd be really cool. You were just talking about um, Gran Turismo? Before, wait, before, I just wanted oh. to say, as far as Killzone goes, if they do another Killzone trailer with a helicopter... I You'd be very disappointed. I'll just be... It's like a, the zone. It's like, it's like yeah, and then now we're in a helicopter going over city, and we're shooting... It seems like every single Killzone trailer... You can't really pin that on just Killzone, though. I mean, I think a lot of... I think we can go back and look at every single Man, Killzone announcement trailer. Call of the same. Brothers, <laughs> Band of Metal, Judy, Black Edition, yeah. Brothers has a chopper scene in it. Yeah, if you don't have a helicopter, what's your problem? Drive Club. Black Drive, down on Drive Club. Wait, wait. So the, the Gran Turismo, missing Gran Turismo Drive Club thing, that looked nice. Yeah. I mean, it, looked, cool. it looked pretty. and the, the, thing, the problem I have with racing games is that they just continue to get more realistic looking, and I don't need to play a game that... Just makes you want to go for a drive. I w- no, it makes me want to play something that is so stylistically different from reality. I play games to get away from reality. Like not, Wipeout. Not to look yeah, like man. What was the Wipeout announcement? Oh, but uh, they closed that studio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I like Wipeout. That definitely sucks. I like Studio Wipeout Liverpool. Fantastic. I played some of the more recent Need for Speed games with a, with a wheel. Yeah, getting really realistic is pretty It's pretty stressful. Extreme I think that's exactly why Burnout Paradise sold so well and was so popular mm-hmm. because it was just like, just this spam. is the shit I can't do in real life. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
over that building and survive. <laughs> when it's realistic, when and you get up to like the F1 speed cars. Yeah. And then you get a cunning stunt bonus as you go through the air. Yeah, because everybody loves cunning stunts. Yeah, that's good. On the, the topic of uh, English studios, say with Media Molecule, the uh, sculpting game oh, yeah. Yeah. with the move really that cool. that looked great no idea what that is but it looks awesome media molecule just like make awesome tool sets disguised as games i think and yeah. then everyone hops on board and makes fantastic stuff with it that looked really really cool yeah they're just cool. moving the move around the yeah. guys procedurally and dancing and doing guitar solo i was like oh, fuck. i like the look of that level editor like eddie, i mean yeah. eddie was that five dicks big it was five <laughs> huge cocks tall the level editor like you can make your own assets i mean you know not everyone can use maya or 3ds max but to be able to just use the move and to make some cool models <coughs> arrange your own level do with level editing and if they have even half of the pseudo scripting they have in little big planet you can you know set up a trigger here connect that to this make a little stage and like my imagination just started running as soon as I saw that. Oh, you know what? They they've got that camera is now part of the yeah, yeah that's in the, right? everyone ships yep. with it, so that's good. It's a necessity. You know what I thought was interesting was when Jonathan Blow's The Witness came out. Um, I think Mist started trending on Twitter for the first time in ever, in ever. Yeah. Uh, oh, because yeah. everybody was like, "Oh, cool, Jonathan Blow, you made Mist." But a lot of people <laughs> were. That's the first thing I said, right? I was yeah, like, you like, "Is that Mist?" But, <laughs> But I'm totally down for that kind of game because there are times when I just want to kind of chill and I don't need to feel the pressure of like this impending boss battle or coming in first in a race. I just want to explore something that looks cool. It looks really pretty. And has puzzles in it. So puzzles plus being able to relax. This is something I can can play with my wife or show like a a non-gamer friend like, hey, check this out. I don't need to show them Devil May Cry. I I can show them something like The Witness and it'd be cool. I followed the blog a fair bit as well, the the dev blog, and the style seems to it's evolved a bit, but it was always really iconic in the older screenshots and stuff I've seen as well. He's managed to keep the same direction, and it, I don't know. I like the lighting. I like the look of the trees and the, Actually, the, the colors. The lighting sort of reminded me of TF2. I don't know if anyone. Oh, the like mm. kind of like the solid shading. Yeah, I think it's really cool, and yeah, it's I'm pretty nice. confident that Jonathan Blow would make something really cool. I think it still feels fresh because TF2 doesn't really have any natural environments. TF2 is a lot of like earth and gravel and, and yeah, buildings. The Witness was just but, a TF2 mod. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, this, jo- Jonathan has you know a lot of, I'm looking at you know trees and grass and stuff and I never got to see lots of lush trees and bush and grass in TF2 so even if it was a similar style it's I can just feel imagine fresh. being on the same Down team as Rowan, Rowan in TF2. Where's the bush? <laughs> Guys! <laughs> Where's the bush? It's over here in their panty raid engine. What about the, what about the game that Mark Cerny debuted? The Knack? Na- or Knack? Knack. I, w- I want that to say the Knack, but that's a like, band. Looks cute. The Natural. I heard that right. everybody was complaining that oh, it looks like a sub PS3 game or something really light. But wow. did they show? Mark Cerny is so good at game design. He is, he, you know, he he helped. It's got remote play here but as it, well it, on the Vita. Mm-hmm. They demonstrated. It looks that, much yeah. better. I mean. It says similar to the much higher detail. Everything just looks like solid. It's okay, so you think detail. it looks cool? I mean, the detail I mean, and all the parts and stuff is is great, and the animations are good. And the says here the remote play is similar to what the Wii U does with its gamepad. Does that mean it's like synchronous? Like one guy has the Vita, and then other people are playing on the TV. Or? Yeah, so I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Mm. Yeah. You're not you're not getting that on PS3. But Mark Cerny is a game design veteran. You know, he he. <laughs> 
he got Crash Bandicoot on like on track. He he was originally like one of the guys who helped make turn Sonic the Hedgehog into a really good game back in the Mega Drive Genesis days. He's been at this for a long time, so him being involved with that game is going to be good. Well, he's really not cool. only involved with the game; he's involved with he's the PS4, te- he's right? the technical director of he PS4 wrote, hardware. He, yeah, he compiled the hardware so, specs for the PS4, so he's pretty. He, I'm sure he knows he's how to legit. to milk the power well, out of it. Definitely not a noob. I mean, I don't <laughs> think I don't think this game is going to be like the the system showcase. So I'm more concerned about what he does with the game design because right. if it's really really cool and everybody's playing it, that's yeah, going to no, be fun. It'll be cool to play it and give it a try. What else do we have there? Buddy. Oh, hang on, sorry. I've got, yeah, yeah, to, I've got, to, yeah, I've yeah, got to bring yeah, this up. Yeah, okay, so, so wait, we're, we're in oh. front of the TV, right? Wait, we're in front of the TV. And so they announce Chris Metzen walks on, and Eddie, John, and I are like, oh shit. And we all, pull our, we all pull our chairs up to the TV. Five boners, four and dudes. they're like, Blizzard. It's like, <laughs> you do the math. <laughs> you do the math. Where does Eddie begin and John end? Oh, no. It's like a human centipede. No, we're, back to, we're, back, to, we're back to docking. So, so Chris Metzen comes out and the Blizzard logo is on the back. And, and I just said, so is this Titan? Are they, and is this going to be a Titan announcement? Are they announcing Titan? And he gets up on stage and then you hear that little billing of like the, guitar the Tristram chord. guitar yeah. chord. And I was like, what? No, you didn't just come on stage for that. And he's gone in, in like 45 seconds. You know, as someone who played... Literally, just time-wise, at least two or three years worth of Diablo 2, and was super stoked for Diablo 3. I'm, I'm happy that Blizzard's doing this. Yeah. But I'm also disappointed because they're they're putting it on PS3. It's apparently running really well on PS3 now, and it's probably PS3 level in terms of graphics. I mean, it looks to me like the 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 dungeon seas that came out on PS3. It's Kind of that so caliber. So what they're going to it's, it's got a lot of subtlety. Well, of do you do you feel that? Do you feel that Diablo three had a lot of design decisions made because they were aware that they were going to aim at a console in the future? For example, four players to a server, four mm-hmm. players on console. Diablo one skills. and two used to give you skills like one ten or you know zero to, yeah. to nine, but now we're down to about four or five, which is a good number for a PlayStation. Or I don't Xbox think controller. that that was necessarily designed with console players in mind in the future because like to, to reduce the complexity of your tech tree that's not really much of a concession as long as the graphics are there you know there there is nothing in Diablo that could not be done on a console you're moving your guy around you're hitting attack you're, you're you can hotkey your your spells and your abilities and it's not really that right but a, lo- a lot I, of I think the they probably had they had their their long I mean they'd be stupid not to have a long term plan like we're going to take this game from the PC right. to this to this I think that their design decisions had to have factor some of that yeah. in there but the feeling streamline everything but a lot of that streamlining a lot of that streamlining was necessary because in Diablo 2 there was like a lot of unnecessary dicking around like clicking to pick up your coins and a lot of like inventory issues so they did streamline that for the better whether right, or not but, you're playing on PC or but console. as a, as a Diablo 3 fan like the, currently there's a thread going on the forums now which has a list of you know suspiciously congruent design decisions which seem to work very well with console and when it came out a lot of people felt that D3 had been casualified and been you know watered down and now I think those people have what they believe is they've a shred of proof yeah. they feel like they've been validated yeah. that and may or may not be true I mean like the I think the but, but Blizzard said they were working on that for console since like forever yeah, yeah like so it's not a secret, secret right? yeah. but you know the uh, it, Diablo 3's problems extend beyond like the kind of yeah. 
It's <laughs> not that those aren't the problems. And, and for, as, for, as, yes, <laughs> as a point, for as much as we might be ragging on it, I, I enjoyed playing that game two whole times through. I've yeah, made it yeah. through the end twice. It was fantastic. And, and the reason that's a fail for me is because I enjoyed playing Diablo 2 and its expansion through yes. hundreds yes. of times. Yes, the problem yes. is you have to compare it to D2, and when you're comparing anything to D2, that's a bit of a rough gig. Yeah, yeah Torchlight 2. So, yeah. Or, uh, so, so John, <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it, John. So, so the interesting part of this for me is what happens to the real money auction house. I think they'll they'll uh, retain the real money auction house. They'll just like force you to buy like you know four ninety nine four dollars ninety nine PSN points, and it'll give you a certain amount of in in game gems or whatever. But the thing that's disappointing to me is that like I would have liked to have heard a completely new announcement from Blizzard, like whether yeah. a Starcraft yeah. Ghost, something oh, something God. extracted. Did from you say Ghost? Did you say Ghost? Ghost. Ghost. We'll bring it back. It's a reference Holy point. Shit. Not specifically that game, but a reference point. Something something original. This I, is a port. I got excited. I got excited when Chris Metzen came out. I thought he was gonna pull Titan out and, and when the D three thing came up I Walked out of the room. You know, like what? It's, it's their first venture to really a release yeah, on console, so they're not going to get. Well, when you know, like when when um, it shows intent. Was it, was, who's it makes um, Torchlight? Runic. Runic. Yeah. 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 So when they put Torchlight on XBLA, right? It was like, okay, that's cool, and this is still and it equally as cool, and probably works, and I'm glad I won't have to. Um, listen to my Mac have a meltdown when I'm playing Diablo 3 but you know it, it's it's unless there's some cool PS4 PS3 specific stuff but you know it's I hope it makes them enough money so they can continue to make the rock and PC games I love yeah basically rock yeah. um, actually couch call yeah. Diablo would be pretty fun what? single screen Full single screen, screen. TV Diablo would be kind of fun actually because it's nice and big yeah well, just what couch. voice commands it's just fun. Voice commands. Lightning bolt. <laughs> oh, Lightning <fine>. bolt. <laughs> it's like that game of law we play. Gesture, gesture. Heal me. <laughs> Kalen the paladin. No, it's like <laughs> so, so you've got three people at one house, right? Yeah. You're playing Diablo, and one guy's connected over the net. And he's he just at his mum's like, place. How come your three guys' characters aren't wearing any armor? Because <laughs> the camera's detecting. Um, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't get yeah, that far. I, no, <laughs> I think you missed part of the story. You left part well, of the story. Well, you left part out. of the yeah. lack of information. Zero dicks in the air. <laughs> Hard off. <laughs> Boy, dick. Um, um, all right, we're, we're running out of time here. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just, I want to just go ahead. Go is, ahead. There, is there any, is there any other games? That no. What no. about Squeenix? Final Fantasy. Well, this is, yeah, we need to talk I had about. N- I, I could. I was stunned that they're making a Final Fantasy game for the PS4. I just didn't expect that. Yeah, I didn't see. Like, that. Did you see that know. brand new video? That, oh yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> of the of the luminous engine. Sorry, it, it looks that, great, but like yeah. Yeah, the but video I mean, is actually real time. A friend, a friend mm-hmm. of mine on Facebook had posted something that said, um, "Man, if only there were uh, Hideo Kojima, Metal Gear Solid there, like at launch, I would be there day one." And I just have to say, when has Kojima ever, ever done anything at launch? I mean, of of a Metal Gear caliber, like that's always like a third, fourth generation bit of software. Hmm. Yeah. You gotta. You can't get it's a. New, like, you don't deserve a new Hideo Kojima game unless you endure at least three or four E3s worth of thirty-minute trailers <laughs> yeah. with false endings and little surprises and cameos and credits rolling. Oh, and then we come back for a secret ending and more credits and another ending. You never. You never. You never get that. That's gonna be your QTE game. Yeah. 
QTE QTE E3 trailers. Is, is there anything you want to QTE say about Squeenix, John? Yeah, I, I just want to know why they they bothered. brought up all those uh, why they bothered Japanese developers up I'm there to sister. yeah to say really funny things. Yeah, they were doing they were. What doing did so he say? Well. What did he say about the? <clears throat> I'm not said, sure. I am yeah. not the brother of your sister. Yeah. <laughs> Who said that? that Hashimoto? No, the Squeenix guy. He oh. said, like, I'm not your sister's brother, or, you yeah, know, I'm not the brother of your sister. I am sister. not the brother Why of your sister. Why didn't they ever just run that by a native English speaker? It's like, dude, boss, wait, wait, boss, wait, this is not going to come across that, well. That can't be an idiom in Japanese. No, that's <laughs> a it's a meme now, though. There's a meme already started. Because that guy wasn't known of, before, he's known now. Pictures of that guy, and it just says, I am not the brother of your sister. Just pictures of random Fact. shit. Yep. <laughs> Legit. I don't, Fact. Legit. I don't understand it. Have they revealed anything about the gameplay, or is it going to be? I can tell you this: it will not take you longer than twenty hours into the game to start Start having having fun. fun. They won't do that again. Yeah, they tried tried to fix that twice. You know how like they're doing? You know how like Squeenix is doing a a, a, a HD port of Final Fantasy X to Vita. Mm -hmm. It's one of these days. They're gonna, they're you know, they always re release their games 15 million times in future generations. So, some one of these days, they're gonna re release Final Fantasy 13. Think about it, and that's the game that gets good. Twi- Everybody says, Oh, that game's getting really good 20 hours in. <laughs> yeah, are they just gonna cut the 20 hours? That would be great if they no. was just like it's gonna be funny in like 10 years or 15 years when they re release that game, and then everyone has like sudden nostalgia, like, Oh my god, it was so great. Remember when. You know, I after played, the twenty hour mark, it. yeah, it's so good. <laughs> you guys just don't know. These games these days, they just throw you right into the action. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you start having, <laughs> start giving you that fun. You start having up. fun straight away. If, yeah, if, what's that? If Square Enix yeah, announced piece. Chrono Trigger two on PS four, oh, I would have a Mobius strip of boners. <laughs> <laughs> the eternal boner loop. <laughs> when are they gonna? Yeah, when are they gonna? Boners leave, leave the the there are so many people that would have to reconvene in order to really make that happen. You yeah, have to get Sakaguchi back in the loop. You need Akira Toriyama. It's true, you need true. everybody in there. No, you don't. You just need the IP. Did they, they just mention they, they, they did Stop, that? It was be, Chrono Cross. Yeah. You could keep and doing it. Yeah, Chrono Cross had like what ninety nine characters you could recruit or something. You didn't give a shit about any of them, and like Chrono Trigger. Chop. What? This is Chop. <laughs> that's a, that's exactly chop that's what cross. people have been saying for years. We we said that when we reviewed the game, we we're like, there's just too many characters in here. I don't care about any of them because I can't. That's I don't true, spend true. enough time with any of them. You know, Chrono Trigger. You're you're dealing with the same core group of characters. That's why everybody loves that game. All right. So how many boners for the PS4? I got four boners. Four boners. Rowan? I think Milky's got enough for me by the sounds of it. Growing, Rowan? Are you growing? <laughs> Rowan, are you growing? Are you sewing boners, Rowan? It looks interesting. Flowing. It looks interesting. The, some of the games look interesting. If the game is only on the PS4 and I need to buy that to play if it's not on PC, yeah. then I'd have to think about it. Mm. Did they mention which of the, the list that they showed was PS4 only? No, they no. didn't mention what's an exclusive. I, I think there's quite a few coming to multi-platform, so I think everyone yeah. will get to play it. Play them. Eddie, how many boners you got? I say four. You say four? Four boners. It's a good theme. PS4, four boners. Uh, PS4 boners. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Inverse. We'll see. He's, he's at half-staff. Kaelin, do you actually have any consoles? No, serious question. Uh, all of them. Really? Many DSs. Do you have a Wii? Kind of stuff. Yeah, but but do you play any, any of them? Wow. Not really anymore. Oh, owning and playing 
a little different, but all right, yeah. I give you, I give you your props for for owning stuff. I, I mean, I, I have them, but uh, and if you don't want them, just you know, start doling them out. Eddie, what console do you need? Do I like need? Yeah, need any of them? Uh, need a GameCube? We just, yeah, we just I've got. <laughs> I want the Oya. I want like the Oya collection. I've got three Super Nintendos. Really? Yeah. Like Super Nintendos or Famicoms? Uh, two Super, Super Famicoms Nintendo. and one Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to get a Famicom. Just necessary for, for ten, 10 bucks down at Den Den. You can't go wrong. Ten bucks for a console and all games. Anyway, okay. John, how excited are you? Uh, I want to see the price first. How uh, much do you think it? it's going to be? I'll maintain. Can't be six hundred like PS3. I'll maintain my 400, price. Four hundred to four fifty. Yeah. Last yeah. last <clears> podcast, <throat> I said four to six hundred US. I'd go even four fifty. They'd have to be US. because what the they're. At four four fifty, they're coming in like about a hundred bucks over the price of a Wii U, and even though the Wii U isn't selling terribly well, the like, Vita was only three hundred. You can't only come fifty or hundred bucks more than your yeah. your portable because there's mm-hmm. people would be like, "What the hell?" You have to establish a difference between your portable and that. I think there'll be a five hundred dollar bundle with the Vita. Oh God, that would be a pretty good. That'd bundle, be intense. To be I would. Uh, I'd go for that. What if they're not showing the hardware yet because the hardware actually has a docking station for your Vita, so it goes in like, <laughs> like it's like Battlestar like Galactica. You just throw it at the console. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, like a magnet. <laughs> just kind of hovers in the middle. That'd be awesome. No, but seriously, if they had like a docking station for your Vita and it made sense, like, and if you bought a PS4 and you felt like, oh, my, my PS4 isn't complete, it's got a, it's got a Vita-shaped it's a hole in its heart, slug. right? <laughs> like I need to fill empty it with a, the love of a Vita. No, that would be that every would be Minecraft savvy. player everywhere would. How much do you reckon it would cost, Eddie? Mm-hmm. Okay, about four fifty. Four fifty. Sounds about right. All right. Yeah, uh, okay. I agree. Uh, let me ask you two quick questions, and then we're gone. Um, Cody wanted us to wait to to for, for the podcast to give our reactions. We just did. Uh, happy birthday, Cody. And uh, Gary wants to know if there are any new developers joining Q in the near future. Who we have? Gary. Gary. Yes, yes, Gary. Gary's coming. Yeah, Gary. Have, sorry, Gary. we have Gary's new people coming. coming. Who's and coming? They're awesome. What? What? Who's coming? Developers. New people. New people coming to the studio. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they are awesome. They're awesome. Awesome souls. Yeah. All right. Well, sorry for the abbreviated episode. Uh, thank you to the our new recruits. We got to have these guys back on. Huh? Yeah, this is this is as long as lively and as long as we're talking about video games. Oh yeah, oh, but I'll come that's, back. That's that's a pitfall. Look at what we did. Look at what we did. We, we talked th- about games. We talked about games. I don't know what we're gonna do. Enjoy. You don't get that very often. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys in two weeks. See Bye, you. internet people. Peace, Peace out. Bye.